Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lasso for Sports Talk. We are live. It is Monday. You know, every time I hear that opening, I'm, I think about changing it, but then it plays throughout to open me up. On the Kwame Lasso for Sports Talk, I say, no, that's 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 just a great opening. I mean, there's a lot of great songs like that. Like I always say, I wouldn't mind having Drake's uh, Zero to 100. It just, it gets you going. You know, you walk into a... Like when you used to club, I know some people just don't club anymore, go to bars, such and such. That zero to 100 come in, it, it gets you going. Then you got to walk around like you think you own the club. Um, but this this, this Jay-Z and Rihanna, it always gets me. I don't think I can change it. I think that's always going to be somewhere in the mix. 888-346-9144, that is the number to the show. You know the show. You know how fast it's going to go. You know the topics. But are we going to get to them or not? Who knows? Sometimes, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. want to give this show, actually, this topic, this, this topic, um, the respect that it deserves. And, and coming off the Hall of Fame weekend that I had, great weekend, uh, was there for the NFL Legends community and all the great things being put together in that regard. Uh, and, and it's for these... It's for us, the retired players, and I say retired, because when I say retired and when I say alumni, it puts you in the mindset of uh, I'm going to my high school reunion 20 years down the road. It sounds like something old. When you say legends, you, you, you got that, that aura, that backlight. You got your theme music behind you, if you will. That makes any sense? Give me a call. We can talk about that. But to give this topic, my first topic, the respect that it deserves, it's about Frank Gifford, 84 years old, passing away, one of the NFL and New York Giants great. One of the NFL and New York Giants great. And a lot of other, these young kids, a lot of, a lot of us remember him from uh, being a broadcaster, on, uh, reporting on NFL, the TVs, the games, uh, what have you. He was on a, a many various TV shows dealing with sports. But Frank Gifford... And you may know his, um, you may know his wife. Uh, well, his first he actually had two wives, but Kathy Lee Gifford, Frank Gifford, eighty-four years passed away. Um, New York Giants MVP in nineteen fifty-six. I don't think nineteen fifty-six was a long time ago because you can still remember great. Remember, I say legends. You still remember what a legend does. You still remember what a legend did. You still remember what legends do. And there was a lot of legends went into the Hall of Fame this year. But Frank Gifford uh, passing away, uh, leaving us uh, this year, as, as of yesterday, as a matter of fact. MVP for the New York Giants, a guy who's played multiple positions. And not just played them because I needed you there. Played them because he was great at them. Played multiple positions. Again, not because I needed you there, but you were great at them. Went to the Pro Bowl, I think, for about four or five different positions. Uh, I don't know how many people can say that. Still leads the Giants. Still leads the New York Giants in touchdown reception. And you think about all the, all the great that's come through the NFL, that's come through the Giants, but he still leads the Giants in touchdown receptions. Um, Way a great, outstanding career. 
when I said I went to the Hall of Fame this uh, weekend, I had a great time. I had to do some things with the legends, the NFL legends community. Uh, and, and I'll talk more on that because I think it's for all uh, my NFL friends, my NFL legend friends, it's also a community thing also. So let's not mistake what is what you're hearing. But we'll get to that down the road. 1977, Frank Gifford goes into the Hall of Fame. USC All-American, his senior year. Multiple Pro Bowls, as I mentioned, multiple Pro Bowls and many positions. I don't know if that's ever been done. I know one of my favorites, one of my favorites of all time, was is Ronnie Lott. Still Ronnie Lott. I got a chance to take pictures and talk to Ronnie Lott while I was in uh, Canton. Uh, that's always a treat. You know, a lot of us NFL guys, we still feel like we still fans. We are still fans of the game. We are still fans of the guys who played the game. Even though we know them, we can go up there and talk to them. And and the mystique of outside looking in that oh these guys the NFL guys are this this and that. Even if you become a Hall of Famer, you feel like you're getting talk to talk to them. They become Hall of Famers because they've done something great, not for one year, for two years. Look what I'm I'm talking about, Frank Gifford. Look how many years he's done great things, which alluded to a. A 1977 Hall of Fame. These guys are approachable. They're reachable. So uh, that's what I like to see more stories on. There. And I do have some rants. But on, on this um, on this Hall of Fame talk of the dying of natural causes, Frank Gifford dying of natural causes. Now, I'm not a doctor, although I think I know too much or I think I know it all sometimes, maybe once a month. Natural causes. Someone come explain. Give me your idea. Give me your perception of a natural cause. Because you have to die from something. Or as natural causes, old age. Because in this world we're living in today, now I know the life expectancy because I do a lot of research with sickle cell and the life expectancy of that. So I correlate it and parallel, actually I parallel it to a regular life of natural causes and it's death. And women also, you know, they live longer than men, about five, six, seven years. Natural causes. Frank Gifford passing away at 84 years old. Still has his sense, his keen senses, still able to do some things. Uh, obviously, we get older, we slow down. But I, I really would like to know, for real, the definition of natural causes. Could that be or is it just old age? Old age. We got the great thing about... Frank Gifford and, and guys like Frank Gifford uh, that we've seen in the media world forever and ever, and you know him, you hear his voice, and you know what this is, you know what show it is, you don't even have to be looking, your back can be turned to the TV or the radio, but you hear Frank Gifford's voice, you know what's coming on TV, you know what's coming on the radio, you know what's on air. So that's one of the great things about you know guys like that. They're, they are so distinctive in who they are and who they've been in their entire lives. And been great people per person. Or great people. For that matter. He had his first wife. I don't want to discount his first wife. But um, uh, Astrid. I hope I'm saying her name. Astrid Gifford. Who was a, who was a big time um, model. Now I'm not telling you anything you can't hear from somewhere else. But I couldn't wait to get on air to talk about something like this. To give the respect. Especially after coming off the Hall of Fame. Leaving Canton. You, you had these guys out there, and, and, and again, the aura of being there. But when you get to talk about another great, 
And unfortunately, you're talking about one who's passed away, but left a legacy. He's left a legacy for a lot of us to live up to or, or a standard, if you will. And, and, I, and I've always professed on this on my show or anywhere else that I could talk about it that there's been a lot of great things that God's done through the NFL. So I call that a blueprint. I've seen a lot of bad things, guys, and you could call that a blueprint if you want to. But when it's crime and punishment, I think you've already had your strike because you've seen something good or you've seen the bad and you've seen the punishment to it. There's a thing called case law. It's already been done, so here's the crime and the punishment to it. I love being around guys who, 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 who does great things, and they do them without any regards of media attention or, or look at me. This is why I'm doing this. You know, you talk to some people, and you're right in front of them. I'm laughing as I say it, but you're right in front of them, and they're talking loud. Like, and you confused, like, who are you talking to? I'm right here in front of you. But they want everybody else to hear them. And they're not even looking in your eyes. Your eyes are cut to the side. That's amazing. You know what I do with those people? I disconnect with those people. I just continue the conversation. And not just, I'm gone. I'm going to tell you why I'm gone. I'm like, who are you talking to? I don't know who you're talking to. When you're ready to talk to me, you can look me in my eyes and you can talk at an even tone or an even level. It's just us. Well, you don't have guys. You know, you got Frank Gifford who set the standard for a lot of us. And the standard was set for him. Again, he's a guy that's come out of, I want to say he's from uh, Santa Clara. I want to say he's from Santa Clara, California. Went to USC, became All-American his senior year. Multiple Pro Bowls in a position in the NFL. Was a actor, if you will. Was a actor because back then some guys had to have a second job. Back then, and he goes to from California to New York. He goes to a blue-collar place. Where guys are grinding, getting it in, and then you bring this Hollywood guy out here. Frank Gifford's one of the legends of this of this NFL. Uh, I'm so glad that the NFL legends community is a brand now. It it is something that we could go to. It's a place where you can call home. It's a place that we could keep the memories and lives. And then of, of guys like Frank Gifford, guys has passed away. Uh, in the in the National Football League, guys have passed away. Period. But those that have played in the National Football League. So I don't want to isolate him because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of guys legends that's went on done great things and passed away. So not that's not to discount those guys. But today's the story, this topic, is about Frank Gifford. Again, I still would like to know what the natural causes are. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. You call into the show, explain your give me your perception of what natural causes are. Um, let's get into some. I do want to talk Hall of Fame because I because I. I was out there this weekend, and one thing that I didn't do is take my golf clubs. It's one of the things I would have wanted to do. Now, I, said, I mentioned I was in Canton, Ohio. If I'd never said that and I told you I was in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you would have known what that place was. You would have known where I was. Also, there's a place called Firestone. Now, my agent, Jim Solano, he took me out there. Uh, it was, I think it was me, him, Seth Joyner, uh, Mike Mike, um, who was the safety, number 36, number 36 for the Philadelphia Eagles? Who was that safety? Well, we all went out there anyway, and we, um, and we uh, played some golf at Firestone. Now, I was way, I'm a way better golfer than I am right now. So, you know, I was out there landscaping in Firestone. But I didn't take my clubs because I was 
in meetings all day with the uh, NFL legends community. I'm going to keep saying that because I want that to stick to you. I want all my NFL uh, brethren, I want you to understand with the NFL legends community. I got all the information you need. If I don't have it with me for some strange reason, I'll go get it because it's something you need to talk about. I didn't take my golf clubs with Firestone right there, but I did get a, somebody gave me, April with the uh, community, gave me a free twosome. And if you don't think I'm going to fly back out to Canton and play that go, I'm free. I could have gave it to somebody who lived there, but I might have been selfish a little bit. But I'm going back out there. You know, sometimes you go out there to Canton, you, you out there for work. You out there for the atmosphere, so there's really no time to go. But a lot of the Hall of Fame guys were coming into the hotel, which I stayed at the McKinley Grand Hotel. A lot of those guys were coming out there with their golf clubs, and my, I was just sad, like a sad-faced dog, puppy, kid, what have you. Like, I should have bought my golf clubs. Now, a golfer really don't want to rent clubs, but I should have bought my golf clubs. But I will go back out there. I do have a twosome, so i got to find another golf buddy to go out there with me and play that. Then we could go play Firestone as well. You know, when you got the hookup, you got the hookup. You might as well use them, right? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to come back. We get into we stay into football. I stay with the Hall of Fame. I do want to talk about uh, Alden Smith. I was going to make that a rant, but if I say if I make it a rant, I'm going to say a lot of bad things. So I'll make it a topic. Kwame Lasha Sports Talk. I will be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Welcome back. Kwame Lasso the Sports Talk. I know it is Monday. You know, it's actually an overcast Monday. But that music you just heard, that's the NFL Network. That's the NFL Thursday night football music. It is football season. 
We are here. We just had a flag football game yesterday. The Minnesota Vikings and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Two Hall of Famers. Hall of Famer from the Minnesota Vikings went in. Hall of Famer from Pittsburgh went in. That be the one Jerome Bed. Man, I was man, Canton. Let me get some shout outs to my boys. Talk to legends. I shout out to them. Talk sh- shout out to my uh to Rock of uh, Rocky Minute. I guess uh a shout out to the Kansas State guy too. But hey, shout out to those guys. Rock, we gotta do some business, we gotta do some talking. Call in show, Sundays, football. Let's get on it. We had some call ins, but uh some guys are just afraid to be on air. Some guys are they get on air and they freeze. They act like they're on camera. Speaking of camera, I gotta get the TV. I gotta get the cameras going in here. I gotta get my GoPro up in here. Get this thing video. Get this uh get this thing out to the out to the media, out to the public, out to the people. <clears throat> you hear the show, the NFL, that that music. Now we had a game yesterday. I'm in Canton, Ohio, having a good time, having a great time in fact. Gotta go back. Like I said, I had a, a twosome of golf for free. And then I can move over to Firestone. Going to get that in. I'm setting up a golf trip to all my golf buddies. I also, I'm also putting one together in here in Arizona. My destination courses are Whirlwind at Wild Horse Pass, the Biltmore, out at the Biltmore, where there's two courses. Two courses at Whirlwind. Devil's Claw, Cattail, great courses. Some of my favorite golf courses in, in, in Arizona. The Biltmore, Adobe, and the Lynx, great golf courses. And also... The Legacy, great facility, great practice facility. Uh, they got they got a station in the back where you can get fitted for everything. This is not fitted where I'm taking your measurements uh, at, at a golf shop. This is getting fitted, computerized. This is putting it all together, getting everything you need from the golf ball to the golf clubs and maybe your clothing size. So the Legacy is another. My favorite course, if you ask me where I'm going to play golf, you may find me at one or three of those places. You will find me at one of those places. And I wanted to play so bad yesterday I couldn't do it. I was, I was feigning. As, as I mentioned, I watched the Hall of Famers come in and golf. Let me talk a little bit more about this, about this Hall of Fame. A lot of guys are great. I got a question about the Hall of Fame, too. I hope I get to it. I hope I remember it. I hope the concussions don't get in the way. A lot of guys are great that's not in the Hall of Fame that was at the Hall of Fame, and the atmosphere was just great. There was no... There was no player hating or anything like that. I, I did give the number out, so I am going to take calls. You know you could call in any time, 888-346-9144. In fact, I do have someone on hold. Cherie, you there? Yes, Kwame, I am here. How are you? I am great. How are you doing? I appreciate you calling in. Oh, no problem. I'm great. It's Monday. It's Make Moves Monday. Oh, oh, I just stole are... that. I just stole that from you. We... Make Move Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we are we are upon our first week of NFL preseason. You know, of course, this past weekend, Hall of Fame weekend, uh, was great. And all of the great pictures that you guys took. Um, it was really nice to see, really, you know, great to just know that everyone is geared up and getting back into the swing of things with football. So um, so we'll see how the rest of this week goes and the rest of training camp and preseason. I'm truly excited about this upcoming season. Oh, me too. It's a, even though, <clears throat> Sharia, even though, first of all, 
Let me give my uh, let me do some justice to this. Sheree, give give me a little bit of your background because I don't want anybody in the world because you know it's a global show, Kwame Lodge Sports Talk. <laughs> I don't want anybody in the world to think these just average people calling into my show. Can I get a little just a, a little bit of a background? Well, uh, currently I am with the NFL, um, but previously I was with the NFL Players Association mm-hmm. and uh, as well as. ESPN and Sporting News, um, and that's why I, I told you to ask Adrian Morrell about me. Yeah, so, I'm going to ask that clown. I, I was um, rushing. He, <laughs> yes. So uh, in my tenure of doing, um, you know, just starting with ESPN, I worked college sports uh, under uh, ESPN in remote and video production, mm-hmm. and um, it, it was definitely a journey, but one of those uh, journeys that was great. But I definitely wanted to transition more into the NFL um, division and do more with that. I started my own sports radio show that is now out of Dallas during my five years there and have been doing that since 2007. Um, in transitioning to sporting news, I did all of their NFL video editing um, was able to get more involved in breaking down the game, um, just, of course, helping me with uh, being able to know what was going on, the different rule changes and things like that. And I started my own SG NFL wire. Wow. That wire is sent out to over 6,500 people weekly where I give my picks, Kwame, and I break down what is going on, you know, from week to week in games, my picks of who I think I'll, uh, will win the game, and et cetera, et cetera. And I do dumb down the language for those who <laughs> don't know what cover zero, cover two, you know, things like that um, entails. So it's it's really fun for me to divulge into um, just what I'm doing now with the league, more on the operations side, mm-hmm. um, as well as what I did with the Players Association. In that process, um, I did a lot with the former players in Charlotte in um, being able to get more involved in charity work as well as the community. And we did a great deal in just getting everyone to know what the former players of Charlotte um, was doing and just how these guys have impacted not just everyone on the field but off the field um, with everything that, you know, we did. So um, that's a little bit of my background. So, um I'm you know, still... you guys can shoot it straight with me because I'm not one of those that's going to uh, give you any fluff, fluff either. So. I am, uh, I mean, that's very extensive, and that's all credible. <laughs> I'm still going to check up on you. I'm still going to ask Adrian. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, that's seriously, great. That's, that's great, great stuff. That's great stuff. And I, I say this a lot um, about people and why they do and what they do what they when they're doing it. Uh, f- for your background, for what you're doing now. I um two mm-hmm. thumbs up, two thumbs up, and I say this a lot, and I okay. talk about it on my show. So I tell you this: whatever you, whatever you need, before I go any further, don't hesitate. I'm a you got you got my I'm a number call away, I'm a tweet away. Speaking of tweeting, I gotta get my twitters up. I gotta get my uh. Burner. You you do you definitely do. You know what? I never take um. <laughs> I get sidetracked and don't don't embarrass me on my own show. Look, I get a. <laughs> I guess I I never really I thought it was fun. I thought it was like a fun thing to do. You can go uh, get on Twitter and you tweet. And a lot of Instagram. Absolutely. I just got on. Inst- I just got on Instagram because 
I, I just thought it was too much out there. But the social media is huge for what we're doing. Uh, I mean, I'm always out there. Absolutely. I have a foundation. I, I, I do I do a lot of events. I'm at a lot of events. And that's also a good way because it could be used to perfection. And I, I was talking to mm-hmm. uh, Aeneas Williams, a guy I played play with, uh, Hall of Famer, actually, as of last year. He's always been a Hall of Famer, but he went in last year. But this guy said, well, yeah, Quan, why you don't have your – are you not a – very uh, verified or verified or something. He was saying, "I'm like what?" He said, well, "You don't have your your bird." I said, "You know what? I need to get that. I need to really yeah. get that because it is. I think it's important to not only you out. We are out there tweeting and doing that, getting information out. But who follows you? Who follows Absolutely. you? And, and, and the and the connections is so so important because I will tell you that, you know, in my journey from ESPN and, you know, the NFL Players Association and even now, I do not have any regrets in the, you know, relationships that I've built because everything just builds upon another and it all comes full circle. And that, for me, is the blessing. And, And you're right, you know, people never know why we are where we are. They think, oh, you guys get paid millions of dollars to do what you're doing, and that's not true. I told someone, I said, listen, if I was getting paid millions of dollars, I wouldn't be doing this. You have to have a true passion behind it, just like you guys. Right. Your true skill, but just your true passion behind, A, wanting to help people, be wanting to be a blessing to people, because that is where my blessings come from. You know, my guys, and I talk about this all the time, the guys that I manage on my NFL Inside Wire, as well as my radio show, Mm -hmm. I don't get any money from it, but I I look at the fact that these guys make my world go round. I'm excited to talk about, you know, the different things and, and just the challenges, not only that we see, from the football world, but I know how to have a work-life balance beyond that. And and that's why I was telling you, I have looked at your website and just everything that your foundation does, and I think that's great, you know, because at the same time, you are using the fact that you have this three-letter name uh, brand behind your name, but, you know, you never know what type of blessing and what connections you can get from it. Right. You know, so I, I totally agree as you talk about, you know, as far as Twitter and just really making those connections and meeting people on social media. Right. I was sitting in the, um, I definitely appreciate that, but I was, I was sitting in the, uh, we had meetings in Canton. We had meetings with the uh, NFL legends community. And we also Mm -hmm. have a, we also have a part of the meeting where they, we talk about NFL branding and they bring different people in. And I'm so what the NFL and the players trust, the players engagement, the trust and all those things. And you know about all of them. What what they do mm-hmm. is get that information out. One of the things I want to get us to do is to trust the NFL again. Uh, probably in my next segment, I'm going to talk about how many people I talk about, and I should wait to hold my judgment until I meet them because I meet I meet a lot of them. But I become a fan and I start talking crazy. But I don't hit sin. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't hit sin. But I would talk crazy, and, and then you meet the guy. He's, like, he's such a great guy. He's a good guy. But their actions sometimes are not what you want it to be or what you expect it to be, but you got to really sit down and talk to them and figure out why they do what they do, how they do what they do, because they have to sometimes for a bigger picture that most of us don't know about. Absolutely. I totally agree. Absolutely. Sheree. So you're right. NFL Inside Wire, your sports radio show, you mentioned about not 
getting huge money amount money about it. Um, I just enjoy doing it. It makes I come in here every day if I'm not out of town. Sometimes I call in um, to my uh-huh. own show, but I have a great time doing. It. I have fun. I smile a lot about it, and it just makes me feel good that we can get that information out. Absolutely, yeah. because everyone has a different perspective of what we think is going on with the game today. Yes, yes. Um, when we look at the level of skill set of some of these players, and when we look at the mindset of some of these players, you and I both know it's definitely not like it was not even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like you mentioned, the social media world mm-hmm. is taking over a lot of you know, when, when we had to wait to see things on ESPN Sports Center right. or when you had to wait for the phone call. We see things on Twitter, Kwame, before they even come out on television or on NFL.com. Which is it crazy. It amazes me at how it has taken over a lot. That is amazing because you think maybe the story is uh, just coming out. The story haven't even been out. It came out on Twitter first before it even gets to the TV. Right. And you you wonder, it's kind of like like life. You wonder, okay, it's a trial going on. You wonder, how does the guy get this information? Court still going on. <laughs> it's somebody in that courtroom tweeting. It's somebody in there right. that's getting that information out. And I think it's a great vehicle to use. Uh, I definitely, definitely, when I look at you, everything you're doing in the page, I say, She's she's getting it done, making moves Monday. After you still in my uh, mantra, after you still in my words, making move Monday. That you are definitely making moves, and, and it's not just on Mondays. Uh, InsideWireSports.com. You do, you're doing a whole lot. The, the sports radio show. I got to call in on your show, so you got to give me that. Yeah, you do. I, I hey, and I'm gonna let you know right now. It's no holes barred with us. We do it every Thursday night. Ooh, at night I get to cuss, and um, it's nine o'clock. Eastern time, but of course, you know, your time will be a little earlier since you are three hours behind me. But hey, even eat, I don't care. What do I have to do to get you to, to make sure that you want to be on this show? Now, I can pull out the red carpet for you, but I'm going to warn you right now it's no holes barred First of on all, my show. I mean, my guys may ask <laughs> you anything. <laughs> First of all, let's get this straight. I'm three hours in front of you. I'm not three hours behind you. I'm three hours in front of you. You're the one back in time. <laughs> I, oh, so wait a minute! I'm on the East Coast. Yeah, not everything. I'm, you know, I'm from Virginia, so I, I can say it starts there. Let me apologize right okay. now. I apologize. Okay, okay. To okay. Ca- no red problem. carpet, you say, huh? Yeah, I can pull out the red carpet for you because I need you to understand that I'll do whatever I need to do for you to come on the show. Because when you come on, you're gonna say she was serious. She was really serious. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's no holds barred. But you know what? Fun. Um, but we, we talk straight football, um, and, and we do. We have a lot of fun. I try to keep it under an hour, and I let everyone get, you know, just their thoughts and their analysis out because I love just talking football. I don't give you the fluff fluff about whether or not you like this player or you don't. That's your opinion. I understand that. Right, right. But let's stick to the logistics of the game. Why did Green Bay lose to Seattle in order to Thank advance to the you. Super Bowl? You know, things like that. <laughs> And that's what I love, you know, and that's what I tell people. You I, I, know, coming from a sports family mm-hmm. and learning from my father, who who played both football and, and baseball and went on to play baseball, that was one of the things that my sisters and I was taught. 
learn the logistics of the game. You right. know, and that's what has allowed me to be successful in this business and continue to learn from guys like you. I appreciate the knowledge that I get, and I always, you know, take something from it to remember, aha, this is what I learned from Kwame, and this is what he's told me. So how can I initiate that in my next NFL wire when I'm talking about, you know, this is why I think that Don Capers does a great job with Julius Peppers and, you know, just being able to stand him up, that 3-4 hybrid works for a player like him. And you and I both know, Kwame, Julius looks like a different player in Don Capers' system. Absolutely. Totally different. Absolutely. Player. He looked like the, the Julius we've seen that we, that we saw when he first got At drafted. Carolina. You know, by Carolina. And the Carolina Panthers, we saw that guy uh, coming, out of, coming out of college and, and lighting it up. Now he's looked like he's revived. But you, we're right. Let me back yeah. up a little bit because you hit the nail on the head for a lot of stuff and how your sports show uh, goes. Now it's the Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. Now I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to get on a show and talk statistics the entire time. I talk sports life. Like that sports life Absolutely. made well, – as, as probably one of the best examples at the moment I'm thinking of is Tiger Woods is a sports figure. He's a huge sports figure, but Tiger Woods has a life. He has a sports life also. So I don't just talk about how Absolutely. many masters, I mean, how many majors he won, how many tournaments he won, which is outstanding in itself. But I, I get into the sports life of somebody without disrespecting them, but saying what it is. I can have an opinion on it, and it's my perception of what it is, and perception is not always fact. Facts are facts. Absolutely. But when you get on the show like that, or when you're talking about, um, Sports. Don't think I'm just going to tell you who won and lost the game. You can do look. You can look that up anywhere you want to. Go buy a newspaper. Go get on your internet. Right. <laughs> you can look that stuff up anywhere. I want to talk sports. I want to talk about the people. Mm-hmm. I, I talk, I'm talking about. I open my show talking about the Hall of Fame. I open my show talking about Frank Gifford and how instrumental he was into a lot of positions he's played and what he did for the New York Giants. And mm-hmm. you're not Absolutely. great. You're not great one year and you go to the Hall of Fame. You consistently right. great. You can be consistently good and go to the ring of honor of your football team. That's consistently good. When you're consistently great, you go into a different aura. You go right. to it in a different aura. Now, I'm going to give you a topic because I was going to talk about it on my show, but I'm going to give it to you, so I'm going to leave it right here. You write, and it might be crazy, but the Hall of Famers wouldn't, they wouldn't say it is, but outside looking in, is there a Hall of Fame within the Hall of Fame? Is there a significant amount of groups? Because Tim Brown, one of my favorites, went in, and I thought uh, he should have been in. But then you got guys like Marvin Harris who haven't been in. You got guys like Marvin Harris that some wouldn't argue if he went in before Tim. I'm glad he didn't because that pushed Tim back a significant amount of probably two to three years. And to me, that would be crazy. Another guy who we see out and about, Andre Reid. Andre Reid, we do different events together. Professed that he should have been a long time ago, but when you think about it, he might have Absolutely. a point. You got Jim Kelly Absolutely. in, you got James Lofton in. He was the other guy, so it made it possible. You also have Thurman Thomas, so they had, if you will, a, a they had what the Dallas Cowboys had with the Troy Aikman, a Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin. They had those things right there, but you wonder why some guys don't get in. Now, the question, the topic is, or maybe maybe more so of a comment that I want to pronounced out loud is are there a hall of are there a, is there a hall of fame within the hall of fame like jim brown would say we are all on the same level but some guys who just coming in can't they we still fans of the game whether you hall of fame or football or whatever whatever what, what we right. do you and i 
we still huge fans of the game and we love it. But can you still look at a guy who's just coming in? Can you look at a Jerome Bettis and a Jim Brown and say they're equal to each other? I say you can because you reached that point to the pinnacle of what the NFL is as far as how they reward those guys who put those numbers in and statistically put those numbers in to get there. So right. I'm not asking you. I'm just saying that's something you might want to talk about on the uh, – I mean, you could throw it out there see what see what everybody gets. Yeah, I'm going to have to think about that. That yeah. is a that is a very good question, and um, it, it puts a lot of things in, into perspective as far as why we haven't seen certain guys get in as of yet. Right, right, and that's a very good question. That is a it's almost it's almost disappointing. Tim Brown said something. It is. It, it really is. And then I'll admit to you, I, I was a little shocked about at least one or two getting in for this class, but I agree. I totally agree. But, you, you I mean, st- do we not see that every year? Yeah. Where It's at least one or two, and we're saying he got in over him. Yes. <laughs> every That's year. That's my point. So, every yeah. year. And it's also mm-hmm. some guys, you, you might have uh, mentioned and alluded to this, but also some guys that's in that you wonder, like, how did he get in? Absolutely. And it's crazy. Absolutely. And it is. I like how your show is formatted. You say there's no host bar, so I'm going to come in there. There's no host bar, Kwame. There's not. And I'm going to send you. So what I'm going to do right now is send you a few of my NFL wires and let you check them out and, <laughs> you know, just really give give me your own opinion and critique of what you think. I will do that. Um, about my philosophies on, on a lot of them. So if you just want to shoot me over your email, I'll do that, and I'll send it to you now. You have my email. I gave it to you this morning. This, this is when you're trying to big-time me. See, you big-time now. You just say, oh, what was this? No, I'm I, not. I, I hey, gave I'm, you my email. Hey, I'm still the little one on the totem pole <laughs> compared to you. Don't, don't look. Don't say that because I, I have this conversation on air a lot. Uh, also off the air, I should say. <laughs> but I talk about NFL coaches who never played football. I said – let me tell you why this guy is great. Let me tell you why Sharia is great. Why well, didn't tell you why yeah. these people are on their way? Because they don't profess to know it all. They got they go to get the information for where they need to get it from from somebody who's did it. Now you've done all your studies. These coaches have done all their film studies, all their film work. They don't take their philosophy and say this is what it is. They they have some rationale. They're rational about what this thing, the bigger picture is. So when they be, they are good coaches, real good coaches. Here's where they become great. Here's where Sharif become great. When the player comes off the field, from all the study he's done and has a great grasp, a great idea about this is happening, and it's hard to know if mm-hmm. he wasn't on the field, but he takes that information from a player off the field and correlates to what he knows already. Then he can see the picture in the same manner that the guy who's on the field doing it, and now he can understand. Now you can game plan. Now you can strategize. Now you can put your players in the right position. Now you know what this team on the other side is doing, having not ever played the game, and can see on film study that you got tendencies. Everybody has tendencies, and they stick to them. They go to them Absolutely. when they need them. And I'm telling you, that's, that's one of the things that I really love doing when I'm looking at film and breaking that down because – no matter how much we study this playbook and we say, okay, you know what, um, this guy, so they're putting, uh, I, I don't know, um, give me what, uh, uh, Maxwell, the DB for, well, the former DB for the Seahawks, 
and they're putting Maxwell and Edelman, you know, in, in the Super Bowl game. I don't care how much he studies the playbook right. on Edelman. He still has to find a way to check and contain him. No matter what he studied on film and everything, you're always going to see something new. And it is all about making adjustments. Absolutely. Those type of guys are playmakers. Those type of guys are the guys that set themselves apart from the rest. And you're right. That lets you know that beyond just what you've been taught and coached, do you know how to make adjustments? Exactly. I, I say that a lot uh, just, to, just to cross over to the golf. I, I play a lot of guys who took lessons in golf, and mm-hmm. they are actually good. But here's where they differ from me. I've never taken lessons. Mm-hmm. I taught myself how to play. So in that, imagine how many bad to terrible, like, wild shots that I've had after I've been in trouble. These guys taking lessons. Right. Their, their parents dropped them off at the country club, and they learned how to play golf, and then they got the best coaches that money can buy. All right. You have to learn how to hit a bad shot. I play these guys, and I just laugh inside. They hit a bad shot. Sheree, they are distraught. They are distraught. They are going crazy. I look at my bad shot and say, I've been here before. I know how to get out of this. See, when a lot of guys right, don't absolutely, go. Absolutely, absolutely. So you mean to tell me, Kwame, you have great form, and you actually know what you're doing on the golf course? I'm the best I know. <laughs> I am the best I know. You know what? Yeah, I do. Uh, um, you know what? I do appreciate um, I do appreciate this time. When I ask people to come on, I try not to hold them long because I want them to come on. But you feel so comfortable. Uh, I try to, like, I, I get some of the buddies to call in and say, I mean, just call in for five minutes. Because I don't want you to feel like you're a hostage when you call in. Like, I'm never calling Kwame Lots of Sports Talk again. He said five minutes. He had me up for like ten minutes. You know, <laughs> no, you know. I absolutely understand. No, I, I appreciate it, too. I thank you for reaching out. And, yeah, anytime. I would love to. I could, Again, I could talk football all day. And I know how to how to back away from it and come back to it. But, you know, again, it's, it's got to be, you have to really love it. Right, you do. You've got to love, and it's, it's with anything in life. If I don't love, you know, uh, going to church on Sundays, what am I going to get out of church? You, you have to, it, it's more about being physically in church. You have to get something out of Don't you get upset you know, sometimes? So. Don't you get upset sometimes when your hour is up and you had so much to talk about? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Here's what I be trying to tell these young guys. Here's what I try. Look, it's an hour show. It's an hour every day. Uh, I'm sorry, except um, weekends and and Wednesdays. Wednesdays I need to go golf or do some paper, whatever I got to do. But here's where you start blogging. Here's where you become a writer. Here's where you start getting your Twitter and and whatever social media you're on. That's when you get that Mm -hmm. up. You got a one-hour show every day. When that show Absolutely. is over, there's probably two or three more hours you could talk about what was going on in the world of sports. So now mm-hmm. you got to start blogging. Now you got to start writing and, and getting that out. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I definitely, I, I have a lot to talk about when a lot when it comes to uh, a lot what we're going to be seeing uh, defensively with a lot of these teams. And I'm a defense girl, so yeah, we. I, I, I've just seen some stuff that just looks downright awful. Right. I'm, I'm just trying to figure this out. But it's early. I understand it's early, but you yeah, know, guys is. have to understand when you're considered to be the best of the best and you have so many people who would love to have the position that you're in, Yes. There, there's, there's no, I've got three more weeks to get it together. I'm you know, not gonna... you have to have it together now. I said that about um, 
now he's he's great in this regard. I say that about um, Patrick Peterson here in Arizona, and I and I think this guy mm-hmm. is great, but he don't backpedal anymore. He, he shuffles he's back. I said I can't. You I've can't seen do him that. Play other sports. He is great. He, he is, is great. great. I'm like, yeah. dude, what are you doing? You are the, you don't neglect that craft of backpedaling because you gonna need it. I know you fast to come around with everybody, but leverage wise, now he's. He has a football mind. He has a football sense. But I'm just telling him mm-hmm. where I come from and the guys that came before me and what I see, backpedaling is a craft. Don't neglect it because some college coach lets you shuffle out, shuffle out, and run. It's, it's a craft to it. So whenever Absolutely. you get that conversation going, you let me know, and I'm going to step on that red cop. I'm going to walk right on into the show. Okay. All right, Kwame. Well, let's do that. Okay. Well, thank you again. Thank you, your entire crew, for having me on. This was great, and I will come back on at any time. Oh, I appreciate that. I, I really that appreciate uh, it, guys. And you all have a great rest of the day and a great week. I appreciate that. I'm going to take a quick break. This is Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. I'll come back, and I'll talk some more, talk some more, Sheree, everything she has going on. This is outstanding stuff. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. I'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back, Kwame Lasso to the Sports Talk. It's Monday, making moves Monday. Sheree stole my uh stole my words. Or actually maybe kind of sorta I stole her words. Making move Monday. You sure enough right about that. You are sure enough right about that. But she don't know about Taco Tuesdays. She don't know about Thirsty Thursdays. That was Sheree Graham. NFL operations. She has a great she has a great background. If if you follow her on Twitter, it's at S2 NFL, SG, that's Cherie Graham. It should be Sports Girl. But NFL Operations, uh, SG's NFL Inside Wire sports radio host, tweets are her own. The tweets are her own. That's great stuff. And I always, I correlate it to 
where you have uh, women on the sideline. They wouldn't be on the sideline if they didn't know what they were doing. If they didn't have a grasp knowledge or informational uh, about what was going on on that sideline. So don't take everything for face value. Um, and I definitely, I definitely appreciate Sharice calling in. That's going to be, you know what? That's going to be one of my. That's going to be one of my calls. When I, that's going to be my go-to. Sharice, my go-to because we're going to do what we're going to do is cross-promote uh, these ready Kwamalai Sports Talk and her inside wire. It's good stuff. Sharice Graham, I definitely appreciate that. Follow her on Twitter. She got her Twitter up. I need to get my Twitter game up. I need to do it right now. I'm going to make some calls. I got to get my bird going. I got to get that going because, well, I should. I should have it right. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, one of the things I want to get into, I definitely appreciate that call. I got some more guys to call in from time to time. This is Kwame Lasso Sports Talk podcast. What else are we on? We're on a, quite a few other things. Uh, but you will find us on voiceamericasports.com. You can listen to the show in its archives in its entirety. Uh, definitely appreciate that. I need to get that show and put it on Twitter. So all us. I got to get back on my blogging, too. I talk a good game. I got to get back on my blogging. I used to blog all the time. I did pictures and everything. I thought I was daggone media marketing guru. I want to get into some Alden Smith, and it was going to be one of my rants. It was going to be a rant, but when I rant, I talk bad about people. I say some stuff that I shouldn't say. Kind of one of the things I alluded to when I was talking to Cherie um, is um, I got to stop talking about people. Now, I'm in my NFL I'm in my NFL uh, Legends community meeting, and I, Roger Goodell was in there. And I, you, you guys listen to the show. You know how I feel about that. I don't think my feelings changed about how he disciplined judge, jury, and executioner. I don't think I changed that in regards to that. I think, but he, he's not a bad guy face value but at the same time in my meeting him you know i met him a couple of times but being in there you can uh troy vincent was in there in the meeting also but you you get you get these guys and everybody has to work together to get a certain thing done especially as the big as the nfl market is and what the nfl does not just nationally but globally the nfl uh inspires a lot of uh other countries to want to play this this american football thing uh for example I train guys uh, coming out of college to get into the National Football League at their skill-specific position, which is defensive back. I'm there doing that. There's a team from Japan trying to learn how to play football. They they have a grasp of it, but they want to learn the intricates, the, the specifics, the game planning, the strategy. How, so you go to Japan, you may see a football team. Like in other countries, there's a lot of uh, uh, I, um our uh, vets, a lot of our military, I should not vets, but our military people that get deployed somewhere and they take their families there. They might be in Germany. Well, who's going to teach them in Germany if not me? And I've been asked to go to China to teach these guys how to play, but I'm not, I don't want to go to China. Not for that. I would love to go there to do some other stuff just to see other cultures, just to remind them exactly where they come from. You know me. We'll get into that another time. But... The sport of football and, and, you know, seeing Roger Goodell and the, and the passion, this guy, they really get a passion for what the, the Legends community is doing. Uh, they really can see it firsthand when they walk in the meetings. And they don't, sometimes we don't even know when, they, when they're coming, but these guys come in, they can see it's business. 
it's business. I, I say um, Tracy Perriman, she does a great job, uh, and, and her crew, Andrew Huffman, uh, Chidozi, April, all those guys, they do a great job. Um, and it goes more in-depth into who's involved with it and who's putting things together. But we're not sitting in meetings with no agenda. There's an agenda to what we're doing. And, and, we, and after that and within that, we're getting guys information that's well-deserving, no questions asked. What one of my goals are is to get these guys to trust the NFL again in regards to what what is needed or what was what you afforded to. Things that you afforded that you could go out there and get and it may help you down the road. I did say I want to talk about Alden Smith and I do. Alden Smith, man, he I'm not gonna make it a rant, so I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk about the subject, talk about the topic. Alden Smith needs to get help. And I say there's a lot about guys who get in trouble. You, I don't know if he deserves to play in the National Football League again. I'm not sure about that. If I'm ranting, I'm saying he'll never play again. If I'm ranting, I'm saying Alden Smith will never play in the National Football League again. If I had anything to do with it. I also, if you listen to the show, you know the show. If you listen to the show, you know I say there has to be some type of protocol, not just when you get to the NFL, but it has to be some when you – when you could get here and there's a there's a program in place, like a program now that is in place where I got help. I can get some help. There's a place I can go. I don't have to do this on my own anymore. You know, NFL guys, they feel like we trust no one anyway because of what how many of us have been taken advantage of as far as our athletic ability and, and being prosperous to someone else more than ourselves. This guy's 25 years old. Making mistake after mistake after mistake with one of the greatest jobs in the NFL. I still benefit from playing in the NFL, and a lot of guys will. A lot of guys do. I don't want you following hard times because you don't know there's not a place to go. There's a community of people where you can reach out to. There's a community of people where you can trust. Owner Smith needs to get some help. He has another arrest. Uh, he's been dismissed from the team, not dismissed as you may come back. He's been released from the 49ers. If the 49ers win eight games, I would be surprised. If they win eight games this year, I would be surprised. This is not so, and this is not about their wins and losses. Who care less? This is about fixing a young man at 25 years old who consistently gets in trouble. I hope he get help. I hope Alden Smith gets some help because without football, without football, and feel like and you still can do it on your own, which you can't. Nobody gets success on their own. It is impossible. No one is successful on their own. Very, very close to impossible. If he doesn't get some help and he's still on the path he's on and he doesn't have football, there's going to be some serious situations that we may see somewhere down the road. I'm looking for his redemption story. I'm looking for his testimony now. I'm looking for it. He's 25. Take a year off. Take two years off. Then you're 27. You can still play seven more years in the National Football League. He is a great talent. When you talk about replacing guys, yeah, well, sometimes you have to. Sometimes you can replace guys. But this is a 25-year-old guy who's a beast, who's a monster on the football field. But he doesn't think right on the off the field. And it's not all about football. Football is your life. But when you get off the field, you got to understand that things going to have to take place. You have to be a professional now. Unfortunately, I'm running out of time. But you will hear me tomorrow morning, Kwame Lodge Sports Talk, 
and we'll get I I allude a little bit more to that and 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 talk about that. I definitely appreciate uh, Sheree Graham calling in. Kwame Life Sports Talk. I'll be back tomorrow. You guys enjoy your make some moves on Monday. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.